0: Alright, what so, you got next? So it's Harriet Tubman Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer, okay, that sounds yeah. a little bit better for Disney. So news. wait for Disney. It's okay it's to slay is... demons, zombie hunting is a little more adult. So I read Four Women. Oh man, what did you think of Sam Four Keith. Women? Um, it's not really your kind of book. It's exactly my kind of book. It's nothing. What do you mean? It's about four women.
1: You yeah, don't, like, it. you don't like,
0: like women? It's like true <laughs> crime. It's, it's
1: like horrible crimes against you, against four women. I mean, not that I'm into that, but I'm into. it. Sounds like, like you're a, into it.
0: Oh my wow, so it is your kind of book. You it, like it, a little it, women torture. You do like preserve. That's pretty much all that book is. Right, is female torture. Um, it's kind of film. what
1: I was trying to say. It's kind of like it's in the true crime. It's in a crime. But it's not true. Though. It's not. It's well, a. Made up it story. is. It's based on a true story.
0: He said it was kind of based on something that happened to a friend of his.
1: Or yeah, something. exactly. So it's kind of based on a true story. Yeah. I guess kind of. Anyway. I, I, I don't think it happened quite like that, though. You never know. This book is about something that actually happened to someone who was very close to me. Okay. Anyway.
0: Cool.
1: Um. Yeah, no, I think the dude just came up and tried to get in, and he moved on. Yeah, that's what I got from this And the then story. he was like, well, what if? What if? Blah, yeah, blah, he blah, took blah. it. Correct. So he took it. In a really crazy, so he's even screwed up more than I am. So um... no, it was. I mean, it it was it it was a little
0: hard. to... Yeah. To read, it was also a little hard to follow. Like I didn't get. Well, the way they told the story was confusing because she's like telling it. Yes, but to her therapist, figure that out at the end, though. Well, yeah, that makes it even more confusing because the therapist is like, "What are you talking about? Why are you mad? Because she likes." The way she's telling it is not the way it actually happened, and it doesn't switch until the end. So that makes it even more confusing, the way she's telling it. Right. And the characters, I don't know. Like, I didn't know who
1: Bev was. I didn't know who this one was. I didn't know who that one was. Yeah, he
0: kind of, in the very beginning, he gives you, like, a quick, like, synopsis of each character, but probably not enough for you to retain it. And, I mean, I don't
1: want to get into the logistics of it, but the the logistics of it are kind of, like, how did she, how did the one girl get stuck in the back? Never mind. It doesn't matter. That's totally like, because they doesn't... rode
0: because they drove their thing over the car and it crushed the top and then simply... I know, but they pulled her out. Yeah, and, and then, then she, she was like stuck. stuck. Yeah, but then they
1: crunched. Oh, uh, they cranked it up, and then he came in. And then... anyway, doesn't matter. The whole point of the story is basically, there it. It's how do you deal with survivor's guilt? Basically, it's basically. how do you deal with? Seeing something horrible, and you survive it unscathed while watching somebody else go through like the worst moment in their life and being able to do nothing but Or, yet, or choosing, you choosing not choosing to do not it. choosing to save your yourself, to be safe and not risk yourself for your best friend or or a somebody, somebody, somebody who something bad has happened right yeah so that and then trying to deal with that, and obviously the right. person in this story. They didn't deal with it very well. they disassociated, disassociated themselves with it and put themselves not in control when they were in control, correct. and that's how they dealt with it, correct um, which yeah self-delusion that's the best way to deal with it, I guess yeah um, but yeah, I mean it was it was interesting it it was a little confusing. I don't know I don't really know how you would have done it
0: better or different? Yeah. I, sp- I mean, um, I, I don't know either. It's, I mean, it's fine the way it was done. It was just... Right. It was... And old. he did a good job of trying to give each character kind of their own looks. Right. You know, so you could at least, yeah, tell them apart that way, but...
1: Right. Yeah. And I think, like, if you read it, if you know the characters, like, I don't know, is the lady who's... No, she's telling it right. So it all happens when they stop and switch but yeah. then the way she tells it they don't switch but in real life they do switch yeah because the way she's telling it in the story they switch places the, the only driver... thing i
0: didn't get is their car breaks down right <laughs> and then it gets crushed right. and then the bad stuff happens to them but then their car starts up and they get away they start up and how they did their car start it? up all of a sudden i don't know yeah that's that was kind of weird i
1: yeah. thought yeah they might have said something in here about... what well, do they said or whatever, Yeah.
0: But. That was the only part that
1: I thought well, was, like, weird. and then the weird part... I guess the weird part, too, is, like... Okay, so, like... They kill those dudes.
0: Yeah, that's right. And, and then... Do they kill them, or do they speed beat them up real bad? No, they kill them. Yeah, they kill them. Okay. And then
1: they, like, get rid of the bodies. Yeah. And they're like, why don't we just go to the police? And they're like, well in because one of them's a lawyer
0: yeah
1: and they're like well then they have to believe us over them and then it was self-defense and this and that and i'm just like uh, i have listened to way too many (laughs) true true crime podcasts where it's like you're never gonna get well it depends on when this is nowadays you're never gonna get away with it because there's computers there's cameras everywhere yeah phones they track everything you can't get away with jack you know back in the 70s or the 80s or maybe even the 90s you could get you'd have a better chance
0: but like yeah. now like it's really hard to be a criminal now know, a lot of people still try though they do i just don't i just think really could, well i think that's why like a lot of rubaker's crime stuff is sent like in the you 70s could and 80s because it. it's kind of ruined you could like it's crime's kind of ruined now you could do it technology is so detrimental uh it, I'm not saying it, you, can't you can't do it. It would take a
1: lot of planning and you could do it. You have to and be pretty smart. Is,
0: Most criminals are dumb is the problem. A lot of these podcasts that I
1: listen to about true crime and stuff, these people will go on their computers yeah. and Google, how much poison do you have to give somebody to yeah. kill them? No, and yeah, then totally. two weeks later oh, I wiped my hard drive, and the cops come in and are like, hey, you Googled, how- and then you Googled, you ordered it online. Like, you ordered the po- the stuff to make the poison online. You yeah. had it delivered to your house. I don't know.
0: Yeah.
1: You have yeah, to be smart. People are dumb. You have to be yes. super smart. And I think part of the problem with a lot of that is a lot of it, some of it is, like, of the moment stuff. Yeah. And then it's, like, then you're screwed. Because oh, you yeah. can't.
0: Yeah, can't cover it up
1: after that. No, not very well. Not very really well. Because when you go to Walmart
0: to buy all your <laughs> you trash watch, bags. <laughs> you should watch Promising Young Woman. Okay. I think you like the yeah. crime yeah. part of it. Gotcha. But uh, I read Berserk, Volume 6. The Conviction arc got better in this one. The first, the first part of the Conviction arc in Volume 5 I didn't really care for. It was with all the fairies and stuff. I don't mm-hmm. know if you remember that arc where he's, like, fighting these weird fairies and uh, stuff. Sort of. There's, like, a whole group of them, and there's, like, a head fairy. This ends that arc. That was not my favorite arc at all. Yeah. But then he gets into a second arc where he's fighting this, like, group of knights are, like, hunting him. hmm And there's, like, a female leader of the knights.
1: Oh, yeah. And they're, they like, come into him. Yeah, they're... they're around for a while.
0: Yeah, they are. This whole book is pretty much them and guys the, fighting. Is this the Star Wars stuff? No, we're not until the Millennium Falcon yet. This oh, is still okay. the Conviction Arc. Oh, okay. Um yeah, those people stick around. But yeah, for some reason this girl is like bare-chested for 90% of the book. I'm not really sure why. She's like... She's part of like a Holy Order
1: or something, isn't she? She is. Is that who
0: you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, it's she's leader. like the leader? Yeah. Okay. He yeah, captures yeah. her when she doesn't have her shirt on and then she basically just carries her around for half the book without the shirt on or whatever. Yeah. And of course then she gets like uh, possessed by like a succubus or something. And oh. All sorts of stuff. Okay. Um, I'm gonna have to go back and reread this. Oh, yeah, maybe. Um, the whole series, not just this book. The whole thing. Jordan but yeah, played. so, I mean, that's kind of what this book is mostly. Them, those knights of the Holy Order kind of chasing Guts and Guts fighting them. And then some more characters come in. There's like a really weird like guy who's part of the holy order who's like a weird uh wears this funky mask and he's kind of like very sadomasochistic and he likes to kill kind of a big inquisition sort of uh looking guy you know you kind of get that whole vibe of like the spanish inquisition or something like going and killing unbelievers you know that oh yeah yeah, yeah. so that's a big part of it and then casca comes back oh yeah that's what happened at the end of this book so like casca's with like this girl she's with all these prostitutes but she's all covered in bandages, and they say she has syphilis, so people leave her alone right? Or whatever. But then this group of prostitutes are somehow in some kind of weird, like, demon cult or something. Mm-hmm. And that kind of gets into that. And then it gets really crazy and weird and racy, and it's just, it's all over the place. But yeah, uh, this book is crazy. It, it, it's funny, because, like, okay, this book is fine. I enjoy the art. Like, I appreciate the artistry of it. Um, but from a story standpoint, I mean, it's nothing super no. complex, right? No. But, like, I'll go on, like, Goodreads and, like, look at the reviews. are like, this book is so amazing. They should teach this in, like, creative writing classes. It's like, <laughs> in creative writing classes? What? Oh, it's boy. not – I mean, the, I think the best thing about this book is the art. It's the art, yes. And then the And then if you're – and it's so over the top and shocking. I think that's what gets a lot of people. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think and, that people get entranced with – if you break it down, just the basic story isn't, like, anything mind-blowing, I don't think, from, like, a story standpoint. It's a cool story, and it's a cool narrative, and the art is pretty cool, and it's definitely over the top. But, I mean, I see the appeal is what I'm saying. I see the things about it, but I don't yes. think the story is the driving force of it. No, um, And I do feel like the creator has some issues. Like, I... <laughs> Like, I know it's not polite to speak of the dead, but I don't know. I think he's working out some weird things. Don't you kind of get that sense? A little bit. Like, I don't know what he's working through, but it's not healthy. Or maybe it is healthy. I guess it's better that he's doing this than something else.
1: Yeah.
0: But, yeah, it's, it's okay. I mean, I read that book, and I'm like, man, I don't know i don't know
1: if i want to keep reading this. i
0: don't know if i do you get that sense too like i don't know if i want to keep reading this but no. you probably love it
1: maybe you don't feel like i, that. I I'm, I'm i'm but i'm i don't have i don't know but yeah i don't i don't want to sound like like it doesn't bother
0: but us. i'm curious what the next way. like i'm i'm curious to get through this conviction arc which i think yeah. is this the rest is of all this, this is all conviction but then i think we get to the millennium falcon yeah And so I'm curious, is that different in tone at all? Is it less demon and succubus and all that stuff? Or is it... Like, it almost sounds like it might be more sci-fi. It's all
1: kind of the same stuff. All kind of stuff. I don't know.
0: And then the other thing... Like, I was reading something online, and it said... Like, one story was in timeline, and another one was out of timeline. Do you know what that means at all? Like, in-universe, out-of-universe. That's what they were saying. No, maybe I haven't gotten to that. They were saying, like, the golden uh what's it called what's the golden arc the golden Good beginning yeah they said remember. that was like out of universe and then the conviction arc is in universe and the only thing i could figure out is they're saying that like that was like a
1: past
0: it was the past it was like a flashback right. so i think that's what they were getting at is like that was a flashback and everything the conviction arc is all present mm-hmm. or whatever you know but I think part of it was just the way he started the book with that initial arc that was mm-hmm. kind of present day. And then he jumped back. Right. If he had just skipped that whole first arc,
1: yeah.
0: I don't think anything would have been the worst for wear. Because then he just went back and just started from there. Mm-hmm. He didn't really pick up where he left off. I guess he kind of did. Like, I mean, I guess you do the golden... Whatever, I can't think of what it's called. Right. Anyway, the golden arc, the flashback one, and then technically... Then the other arc happens, and then we go into the Conviction arc. You know what I mean? But I feel like you could have taken that whole arc before that and just thrown it out and not really missed anything. Yeah. So, but anyway, it's interesting. I don't know. I mean, I don't know when when did
1: this stuff start to come out. Like, when was this published? I think... I think like 90s 2000s yeah i think um, it might have been a little i think a lot i think part of it is the shock value like just yeah. the, the over the, the top the, and the over the top yeah. and the brutality and the hacking off half a face and the blood splaying everywhere
0: yeah i think um, it's very much shock value
1: um so i wonder like i mean obviously people are reading it now sure and they're still getting it but i i wonder if even then if it was like kind of taboo or yeah it's pretty over the top like I don't know that that stuff was that prevalent in the yeah no
0: I think he's totally over the top and maybe it was over there but like over here yeah I think over there there's comics of all kinds like there's probably really weird kinky crazy stuff you know yeah but whatever well, yeah, I mean, I
1: read Devil Man, and that stuff's crazy. That yeah. stuff's crazy too, and that was like the sixties or the seventies. Yeah, so
0: I think there's it. some of that out there. Just like there's some underground comics here that are yeah. kind of over the top like that. I'm sure there's stuff out
1: there. So I read Barbaric.
0: Oh, what'd you think of Barbaric,
1: one? dude? I love this book. Did you like? It's oh good, my right? God, it is so good.
0: I just kind of ordered on a whim, and it was like a hardcover. It's it's pretty cheap, it's, isn't it? Uh, it's only three issues though. I yeah, think. it's three issues and a hardcover. You're like, they did a hardcover for three right, issues. Right, and I think it was like.
1: Seventeen bucks. So. Yeah, I mean it's a little pricey for three issues, but it's a hardcover.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so like, when I go in and do my stuff, like I remember seeing barbaric, but yeah. it's like, well, how do you even know what's good anymore? You know, you don't. You know? Right? Like, you
0: just take a shot, and,
1: and it's like, and ninety oh percent of your shots are are missing or just yeah. terrible, and you're stuck. I'm not terrible.
0: This... They're just mediocre. Right. They're
1: yeah. mediocre, and I mean. This book, I mean, the art is good.
0: Yeah, I really like Nathan Gooden. Is that the guy's name? Yeah.
1: And the art, or the story is, the story's pretty basic. It's fun, but it's pretty basic. I mean, yeah, it's it reminds basic. me, it's like it head-loper. reminds me a little bit of Headlopper. Yeah,
0: it's like, it's very Headlopper because he's got like a, sort of a talking witch head, he's got a talking axe. But the axe
1: is insane, though. <laughs> I love the axe. It's just like, so he's like possessed and he has this axe so like what i want to know is like to the to everybody else does the axe have a face or is that just like how he sees it i think
0: it's just how he sees it probably
1: so like it just looks like a normal axe like to everyone else i I would guess it matters it doesn't matter
0: but yeah i would assume so (laughs) because i don't (laughs) think it's talking to anybody else it's freaking
1: so like they go into his
0: origin a little bit
1: and he was like gonna he was dying or something and i don't even to, remember it's been a long to, like, time since i read that, it yeah i just read it like three days ago and i can't remember but uh anyway he ends up with like this axe and he has to he has to feed the axe but he only kills people that deserve it yeah right like he he can't kill innocent well he can but he's that's not his mission Correct. or whatever and this axe is like just insane and every time he kills somebody, like, the axe just is like, blood, 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 give me more blood. And then, like, he gets drunk on the blood. And yeah. he's, like, hiccuping all the time. Yeah. he's just <laughs> so much blood that he's just, like, in ecstasy or whatever. Yeah. But the writing is hilarious. It's a funny book. I mean, it has its funny parts. It's, yeah. It's comical, but it's really hyper... Not, I mean, it's, it's violent. It's hyper-violent, yeah. Um... I mean, they're cutting people in half, and the axe is eating people, and, and there's over blood the everywhere, and yeah. it's over the top, <laughs> but the axe is hilarious, love that freaking axe, and so he's just, like, on, he's just, like, wandering around, and he meets up with this magic witch lady user, whatever, and they stumble onto, like, this cult, which at the end, then towards the end, when, like, uh, he's, that dude takes, like, on his... Giant serpent form or whatever, and the axe is like eaten into that. And he's like, "Oh my god, it's like, it's like magic, immortal sorcerer blood." He's like, "I love."
0: It. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, just have that guy come to Air Capital, Nathan Gooden. Yeah, yeah.
1: The art's awesome, um, and like I said, the story is the story's pretty good. Cool. I, I, love, I love that axe. and the axe is awesome. That cover. This guy, Joshua Hickson, he did, like, all... He did variant covers. Uh-huh. The first one with the axe is insanely yeah, good. Like, cool. I love that one. But then, like, the other two... Yeah. Like, I'm not... Like, I like the color in that one. Yeah. But that one's just, like, kind of okay. But the one with the axe is awesome. That's cool. But, uh... But, yeah. Is that all... I mean, Vault, this is... You... Bu- there's way more of this, I think, isn't it? I think they did a second series. I haven't seen the hardcover for it yet. I need to find it. I mean, it maybe it's up to like ten to eleven. <clears throat> like they maybe did like ten or eleven issues or something. Maybe like I, think-
0: I haven't seen the second hardcover, but I may have missed it. That's a problem. It's like right. It's I mean, when you go through previews, it's like it's so hard to miss stuff, especially if it's indie like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Because I don't usually look that close through vault stuff because it's not like there's a lot of st- their stuff that I buy. Yeah. So, but yeah, I liked it.
1: It, cool. it was good. I liked the art. It was funny. I was. It's the one line, one page that lady, that sorceress or whatever. She's just like, I'm reading it and like, something happens. She's she's like, what the shit? And I'm like, I wanna, I wanna write. I wanna write what the shit in a comic <laughs> book one time. Like I just kind of cracked up like out loud. I was like, but yeah, I mean, it's they're swearing all over the place. Like it's it's. It's definitely um, not for kids. Not for the. No, game. not. It's not for the, for the YA. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I mean, it might be now. I don't know. Sure. It. But yeah, it's it's great. Cool. I'm glad you um, liked it. Yeah, I really liked it. Cool. I was thinking about finding it and buying it. Yeah. No, it's good. And read. the rest of it.
0: Yeah, I need to find if there's a second hardcover. Um, uh, this is my purge file. I can go ahead and go through those if I want. I just have one more. Yeah, so I'll do my particular one. I did Global Frequency. You're aware of Global Frequency. Mm-hmm. Is that the whole thing? Yeah, it's the whole thing. Wasn't it's all 12
1: it, issues. It's 12 issues, and it's like a different artist for each one. Yeah, right? each, each
0: issue has a different artist. I feel like it's just Warren Ellis just kind of phoning it in a little bit, though. I mean, it's like each issue is self-contained. It's like a story. Global Frequency for a background. They're like this... There's, like, 1,001 people on the Global Frequency. And basically, they're, they do, like, search and rescue. So if there's, like, an emergency where they need to rescue somebody or stop a bomb or someone's going to blow a bomb, whatever. There's some kind of emergency. And so they call people on their phone on I the Global Frequency. Yeah, go for it. And so then they get, like, whoever's in that area and they go and they solve the problem. And they have all these different people on the Global Frequency who have different, like, specializations. And so each story is basically about a mission. Oh, Tom and Coker. They're completely, yeah, the art, the best thing about that book is they have really great artists yeah. for most of the stories. But the stories are just kind of like little 20-page, you know, stories. I mean, none of them are terribly great or compelling or different. or, And 20 pages, you can tell a decent story in 20 pages, but you can't get super complex or really, right, uh, you know. And so the stories are all pretty basic and it's typical of warren ellis where he throws a bunch of jargon at you and tries to make it sound like super hyper intelligent you know and mm-hmm. high concept but at the end of the day it's pretty it's pretty basic and you know and the skills that each person has are kind of weird and some are darker some are not it's just it's kind of all over the place but it was fine i mean it's very pulpy very kind of mission impossible you know but 12 issues of it, you know, all together that don't really connect. Yeah. I don't know, it becomes kind of mundane after a while. But it has so many good artists, it's like, it's hard to, it's hard to throw that away. But um, I think it's probably in the perch pile. That's probably Lee Bermejo. But yeah, Lee Bermejo and Tom Coker and uh, Chris Sprouse, uh, Simon Beisley, uh, Steve Dillon does one. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's just a who's who of great artists right. in there. Yeah, it's been so long since I've read this. Like, whenever it came out, I don't think I've ever gone back and reread it. So yeah, I um, mean, it's remember. it's very decent. I mean, it's very good. It's just I don't know that it's really a trade. Like, I like if I'm going to read twelve issues of something, I wanted to kind of have a a flow. You know what I mean? Not just be right. twelve self-contained stories. Yeah. It's not real appealing as a trade. I mean, it probably was great as single issues and comes out monthly. It's kind of nice. You don't really have to remember what happened in the time. It doesn't tie together at all? Like, there's no tie together? I mean, it has one character who's, like, the head... Or one character who's the head and another character who's, like, the central command or whatever. And so they're consistent characters in each one. But there's no time for characterization, really. Right. Because they're just basically running through a mission in 20 pages. And so, no, there really is no overarching story at all. Gotcha so yeah yeah and then i read ghost tree and so i was reading this the basic premise is there's this guy and when he's a kid i think he's in he's in some kind of asian country i think it might be china or japan or something it's probably japan anyway he's a kid and he's he's with his grandparents and his grandfather says you know when i die um please come back like 10 years later to this tree and the kid's like okay whatever and then um, his grandfather dies, and he, of course, doesn't remember this conversation. But he goes back to where his grandma lives, and I think he has a sister or a cousin there, too. I guess he, he moved to the U.S. at one point when he was, like, 18 or something. And he's married over there, and his marriage is kind of falling apart a little bit because they've started to grow apart, and they're kind of going through a rough patch. So he decided to come back to visit Grandma and the cousins, kind of back to the homeland thing. And he wanders out to where the tree is, and he sees, like, a ghost of his grandfather's there. And he starts talking to this ghost of his grandfather. And his grandfather says, yeah, this is the ghost tree. One person every generation can come to this tree and see all the ghosts that are, like, lingering around this tree. And you can talk to them and hear their stories and help them out, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so he starts getting really – talking to all these ghosts and hearing their stories. And he kind of starts to – Get away from stop caring about his real life and getting so enamored with these ghosts and kind of talking to them and then he meets like an old girlfriend of his in like high school who actually passed away who's a ghost here and he starts like hanging out with her and talking to her and reminiscing you know kind of living in the past and then his grandfather is like you know you really need to get away i know i told you to come back here but now i realize i wasted all my life up at this ghost tree when i should have been hanging out with your grandma and living the life that i had rather than wasting all my time at this ghost tree on this crap that didn't matter. You know what I mean? He's like, you really need to get away and then, you know, you're not gonna read it, right? No. Okay. So then he ends up going back and realizes, okay, yeah, you're right, I need to do that. And so he goes back to meet to the to the he he, he like has this thing, he's like, Yeah, I need to go back and fix my marriage and, you know, reconcile and try and make it work, you know, blah. So he goes back. And so all this was kind of mundane. It wasn't really that interesting. It was okay, I mean I like the art. The art's by uh, Simon Gain, um, but uh, look interesting. yeah, he's look done some other stuff that I like. Um, but anyway, so so I was like, eh, it's okay. But he goes back and he talks to his wife. He's like, yeah, I think we need to make it work. And his wife's like, you know, when we had trouble, you just left. No, we're not gonna work it out. I'm done. And he's like, really? But I had this big revelation. I want to work it. And she's like, no forget it and she just walks up on him. so I thought that was kind of cool because you thought like oh he's gonna have this big revelation he's gonna go back and he's gonna repair his marriage and everything's gonna be hunky-dory it's like no nah, life doesn't work like that and so she's like so I thought that was kind of cool how it kind of had that twist and so that kind of elevated a little bit in my mind made it a little bit better than your typical you know obvious ending but right I don't know it's one of those like I enjoyed it but I don't know that I'd ever read it again like I felt it was a strong story it had some good moments, but there's a lot of strong stories. I don't know, if... so I think both these are probably going in the purge pile. Yeah. It so, do you want to borrow Ghost Street? On uh, sounds no. like your kind of book. No. It's only four issues. No. It's a quick read. Um, is Wonder Woman Dead Earth going in your perch pile? No, I love that book. Oh, okay, I was gonna say I'll buy it from you. <laughs> no way! It's <That's laughs> Daniel Warren Johnson. So, Wonder Woman takes the spine of Superman and, and uses, it as, uses it as a weapon. Yeah, and, I mean, how cool is that? Right.
1: Um, yeah. So Wonder Woman Dead Earth. Um, I don't know why I don't buy certain things. I don't know why <laughs> I don't why I buy some things and not other things. It doesn't make any sense. I miss some stuff. And I have a pile of... You buy a lot of stuff, you can't buy everything. pile of crap in my house instead of the good stuff.
0: Instead cool. of Wonder Woman, Dead Earth? Yeah.
1: Um, it was good. The art's awesome. The... I mean, I don't know what else to do with the story. I mean, It's pretty basic. Yeah. It's very so, over the top. It's very over the top. It's a, a pop... A end of the world. So, like, the humans basically bomb the... They blow up the Mascara. They find out where it is and they just rain nuclear hellfire down on the Mascara. Which you don't figure this out until later anyway. So, like, Wonder Woman wakes up and she's, like, doesn't know where she is. Uh, she probably, She's in the Batcave is where she is. <laughs> she's, she's in the Batcave. But um, she wakes up and there's, like, these monsters... Uh, they call them Hedras, I think. But anyway, there's like these monsters. So she kills this monster and then realizes that she's like in Bruce in the back cave. She comes up and Bruce Wayne's like dead skeleton on his couch. So he's, and then she wakes up and like the earth is just like nuclear wasteland. Um, she finds uh, some kids or something like a group and they take them back. They take her back to the where they live. It's like a castle kind of thing. Um, and they subdue her and, like, capture her and make her, like, fight in the pits or whatever. Because she doesn't have her power- she doesn't have all her powers, right? Sure. I think that's how it's it has been a while works. since I read it, but yeah. Um, well, there's a whole thing in there, too, like, um, it was almost- I don't know, I'm not a big Wonder Woman person. So sure. I don't know if it was a retcon or not, but, like, when she was created, um- her I don't mom, think this
0: is in continuity. Okay.
1: Well, but what I'm—I mean, I don't know if the right like her yeah, I got origin. It. Sure. Because basically, her origin is like her mom went and got the blood from like all the gods, like all the powerful gods, sure. and mixed it in when she made her.
0: Okay. So she's like
1: ultra, ultra powerful. Sure. And then they make the bracelets that she wears to contain her power, so that yeah. she's not all powerful all the time. Correct. Um that's the part that I don't know I don't know that's that's part of the But anyway, so she basically goes into these pits and she has to fight uh oh my god, is it Cheetah? Chitar, whatever. Sure, Cheetah. Uh one of her main villains. But they but she's been mutated too. Yeah. And so she's all funky and so they're fighting down in the pits or whatever and then I don't know. It she ends up oh, they get attacked. While they're fighting, they get attacked by a whole horde of these Hedras or whatever. And so she gets out and she saves them. And so then they're like, oh, you're our new leader. And she's like, I'll take you guys to the greatest place on Earth. I'll take you to Themyscira and we'll live happily ever after. And so they all, um, she takes everybody with her. And they get to the edge of the water, and she's like, "I'll take a boat with a few people, and we'll go see what it's like over there." And then they go over there, and then you find out. This is where you find out that everything that happened—that the humans bombed the and I want to see how many times I can say the mascara. Um, they, they bombed. They bombed the Sure, how
0: to and, it?
1: And the nuclear fallout mutated all of the Amazons into the Hedras. Yeah. So, basically, she's been killing all of her Amazon friends, her former Amazon... compatriots, compatriots, not knowing that that's what it is. And her mom is there, and she's the biggest one of all. And she's like, they screwed us, let's burn all of them. And so, she kind of has to pick a side, and so she picks the side of the humans. And has a huge battle with her mom, and killing all these people. And then it ends up that, like... Well, and then it gets all into, like, back when... because Superman uh, was on the side of the humans, and he didn't think that they would actually follow through and bomb it. Yeah. And so when they do, she gets pissed and she goes and she actually kills Superman. She punches a hole through his chest <laughs> and kills Superman. Um, because the bombs are coming and she's like going up. <clears throat> and, and this was and before, right? Yes, this is in the past. In yes, the past. she kills back. Superman. Yeah, yeah, she kills Superman in the past, and so like. All the bombs are coming, and she goes up, and only one of them, she stops all of them but one. One gets through, and it only takes one, so it blows up everything, and since she's so mad at Superman because he sided with the humans that killed, that bombed her thing, that she goes and she kills Superman. Yeah. And then she goes, I think she goes to Batman, and Batman, like, saves her, and Batman puts her in the... Prior sleep or In the sleep or whatever, so she can heal, and then she wakes up, and then she goes back, and so now she's trying to fight her mom and everybody. So yes, like you said, she goes back to the Fortress of Solitude, and she rips out Superman's skull and spine, and she puts it over her lasso, and she uses it as a as a weapon to to kill. Did she kill her mom? I think she kills all the Hedras or whatever. Yeah. And then she brings all the humans over there, and then they um, basically um, are starting over on Themyscira. And they start, I think, right? I think that's where they end up. It's been a long time since
0: I've read it. Yeah. yeah. That sounds about right. Sounds like a happy ending to me. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean,
1: the action... It's Daniel Warren Johnson. The action stuff is just insane. Like, this dude is like... I don't know how he does it. These action pages are just insane. Like the fight scenes, the action, all that stuff. I mean, this. I mean, it's. It's like. It's like manga. I mean, that's. You know what I mean? Like, it's almost like. It's it's American manga. It's Berserk. I mean, you've got these speed lines here. I mean, that's all over in Berserk. I mean, I'm not saying that he's.
0: No, he's got big manga influences, definitely. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But I mean. These wide panels, the widescreen, crunch, the boom. Like, the lettering is a huge part of, like, Daniel Warren.
0: It's amazing how... This whole... I feel like Daniel Warren Johnson has not been around that long. But he's already got, like, a huge body of amazing work. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know how he can keep going at such a high level. You know what I mean? Like, what does he do to top it? Because I feel like he's already, like, done such amazing stuff. I don't know how he keeps... Right. Going, but now he's going to do Transformers, which should be a fun little kind of divergence for him. Yeah. You know, I'm not a huge Transformer I'm not guy, either, but I think I'll buy it anyway. Oh, yeah, I'll be buying
1: it. That's true. But yeah, sure. I'm not going to sleep on any Daniel Warren
0: Johnson stuff anymore. I don't yeah. Think. I think anything that he does until he yeah. misses, I think, will be fine. Yeah. But, and I just, he just seems so pro what's the word prolific yeah So i don't know it's crazy yeah. crazy i, oh, I have to right. remember what i was so i have to remember where you're at
1: on berserk i know where i'm at oh uh, where yet i think i'm on nine or ten.
0: Nine or ten wow so i'm still way behind yeah
1: that's crazy yeah when you get up to that i'll have to remember and i'll reread it cool I'll reread and then give it to or me. I'll read it and then give it to you okay. and then I'll be on the same page
0: cool
1: um no I'm trying to remember what I had what I was supposed to read for this week that Scott was gonna read I oh think it was Night Fairy Fever Land.
0: oh Fairyland huh? and Night Fever Night Fever yeah the Brubaker Phillips book oh yeah I did get that yeah read that and read Fairyland. I'm
1: reading um I'm trying to None. read all the stuff you gave me I'm reading the um what is it the Jeff Lemire and the the Black Feather 10,000. Oh, yeah, whatever.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm like three or four issues under that. That's yeah. good. I just didn't finish it, so I yeah, didn't it is it. good. Yeah. I'm digging it. Cool,
0: it's a good book. All right, anything else? Nope, cool. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye, Evil Squid Comics Podcast season five, episode 14. Don, by 14. Yep, I'm Drew. I'm Don. And we get together every couple weeks, and we talk about movies, TV shows, and comic books. Sounds like a famous, famous Bible verse, five fourteen. Five fourteen. I'm sure it is. It's something John three sixteen is the famous. Well, I'm, Bible sure verse. A, I'm sure there's. I'm sure five fourteen is. Somewhere. I'm sure something. I don't know if it's famous, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm sure it's a Bible verse. That's mini books, mini verses, Don. That's how the numbering system works. Simon and Garfunkel, huh? Yeah, I went to the new uh, record ship record store. Have you been to that one? Mm-mm. It's called the Record Ship. I've heard of it. Um, it's six bucks, so that's pretty good. The one side is a little scratched, though. A little popping. I thought maybe if I can, you buff those out, or are you just hosed. You're probably just hosed. Maybe I thought maybe I could. If I cleaned it mm-hmm. real well, but maybe. But it's six bucks. You Can't I'll really try. go wrong for six bucks. Oh, if you can't listen to it. No, you can listen to it. It's just not perfect on one side. The other side's fine. So yeah, okay. are you a Simon and Garfunkel fan? No. Really? Mm-hmm. Not even like The Boxer? I don't even know what that is. Bridge Over Troubled Water? I've heard that. Do you like that one? That's fine. How about Cecilia? I don't know that I know that song. It looks like we're having a Simon and Garfunkel listening session after the podcast. <laughs> I think so. I think so. I'm afraid that is on the agenda. we do it during the podcast. Would that be better? Sure. With a little Simon and Garfunkel in the background? Sure. It would be too distracting. The music's so good, I wouldn't totally lose my right train of thoughts. so I already so, lost my train of thought I had yes a weird
1: experience okay so do you listen to the radio very much no I try not bar? to why would yeah, I listen I to the radio to but long story long story anyway oh great I listen to I'm not gonna tell the long story I'm oh, gonna thank stop goodness. I'm just gonna skip to the part that's relevant so I was listening to the radio on the way to work the other day and I yes. listened to 97.1 okay that's what the station was on and there was a song
0: on song That's what they usually play. I know, but it was by... Britney Spears. No. Miley Cyrus.
1: No.
0: Taylor Swift. Okay, it doesn't matter
1: who it was by. Oh, dang. But it was like... Oh, it was either either Genesis or Phil Collins. Because it was Phil Collins singing. Okay? Yeah. And it was a song that I'd never heard of before. In the air tonight? No, no, like not a popular song. Like a song I've never heard of. Never heard of before. Okay? Okay. Next song comes on. Yeah. I can tell that it's Daryl Hall. Um, I can Hall tell that Oates. it's Hall and Oates. Hall and Oates. But again, it's a song I've never heard of. Like, wow. It's not a song that they play on the radio, So like right? they're playing deep cuts. Third song comes on. I don't even recognize the voice. Right? Oh. So, but I have that little scrolly thing. Oh, yeah. It tells you what it is. But it only does it right away, and sure. I wasn't paying attention. Oh, damn. But I had to figure out what it was. It's Atlanta Miles.
0: Okay.
1: So only had, like, one hit, right? Yeah, one hit. Um... I can't think of it right now. Uh, black leather, black something, yeah, yeah, black velvet, black velvet, yeah, because yeah. it's about Elvis, so black sure. velvet makes sense. Anyway, third song, never heard of it before, but it's by somebody that I've heard of, right? Okay, and I'm like, what is going on? Like, what don't... is
0: going on, Don?
1: So the did it went through it my out? head. Uh, no, I was like, did I wake up? Am I in like an alternate universe where yeah. like. They're popular bands, but the songs that were that were popular in the world that I grew up in. Yes, sounds like a great idea different. for
0: a short story.
1: I know, right? So I like literally thought that maybe I woke up like okay. if we're in six one six. Is there maybe is I... there a conclusion like a resolution to this? No. Story? Oh, you didn't have anything. No, I just I had the thought that
0: have you ever had that thought before? Like literally, no, never happened. Not so yeah, thing. it
1: popped into. my... I'm like maybe
0: everything looks the same. Did you ever see that movie and, yesterday? I don't think so. Oh my god, that's the greatest movie ever. You should watch it. Hmm. So, do you understand the premise of it? I've never heard of it. How okay, I understand the premise so, of it? Alright, you've never heard of it? I said Definitely. if you hadn't seen it. And I said I've never even heard of oh, it. Oh, I don't even listen to your responses, except I know I haven't seen it. Okay, so, it's about this guy, he's like a, a singer-songwriter, kind of just trying to make his way in the world, trying to hit it big, but he's not really getting anywhere. Anyway, so he's riding his bike. Give it everything he's got? Is he trying to make his way in the world? The yeah, game? exactly.
1: He's got? But anyway,
0: so he's riding his bike one night, going home, and he gets hit by a car, and he falls and hits his head. Mm-hmm. And he wakes up, mm-hmm. and he's hanging out with his friends, and he starts playing, like, Yesterday by the Beatles. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh my god, that is, like, the greatest song I've ever heard. Did you just write that? And he's like, no, it's yesterday it is the greatest song he's like and the guys are like well that's kind of conceited saying that something you just wrote is a great song it's like it what are you talking about it's the beatles they're like who are the beatles you know john and paul who the hell are john and paul so he wakes up in a world where none of the beatles music ever existed Hmm. so but he's a writer he's a singer songwriter he can play a few of the Beatles tunes. He can play like a lot of their tunes and the ones that he can, he, you know, he's talented so he can figure it out how to play. So he starts playing these Beatles songs and he becomes like the huge, like within like months, he's like the hugest star in the world because he's got all these awesome songs that he's like playing that nobody has ever heard that are all Beatles songs. Hmm. He becomes like this like world famous, like musician and everything.
1: Nice.
0: It's really cool. In the movie. You should see it. It's yeah. a lot like what you just described. <laughs> Have you seen... We watched um, <laughs> Zombieland Double Tap. Have you seen that? No, I haven't seen did
1: Zombieland you? Double Tap. Have you seen the first one? I have seen the first okay, one. Okay, so the second one... Is more of the same? Yeah, it's more of the same. Yeah. We, we When did it come out? And we uh, just like watched five it for the years first ago. time.
0: Like, Before we just COVID. It.
1: Okay, well, anyway. There's uh, one of the girls. She, like, decides to leave. And so she takes the car with her. And she picks up... or. 2 two—the two girls leave, and they break down, or they pick up some guy on the side of the road, and he's got a guitar, and he's—he's <laughs> he's like the—and he's her age, so they kind of don't click, but they're the same age, so they. Kay. But anyway, she has a friend now that's yeah. her age. Okay. And he's got the guitar. And he, God, I can't remember what it was. Is it some Bob Dylan song or something? He's like playing it. And she's like, oh my God. She's like, did you just make that up? She's like, that song's awesome. And he's like, yes. She's like, yeah, I just wrote that. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's like, oh my God, that's so awesome. <laughs> and then, like, us through the whole movie. <laughs> and then, like, they get to the end and she's tired of him because he's just being a dick. And she's just like, Everybody's heard of Bob Dylan, you jackass, <laughs> <laughs> or something like whoever it was. I can't remember if it was yeah. Bob Dylan, whatever, sure, whatever it was, but it's like she was playing along with it the whole time. Get to the, but anyway,
0: that's great, yeah. All right, so what'd you watch this week? We finally finished with Ted Lasso. Oh, nice. Um, so I, I guess. was talking with, the, with it over Scott, was the one I discussed with, not you, yeah. And I left because. Because you didn't it. want it spoiled. I didn't want it spoiled. What did you think of the ending of Ted Lasso? I thought I was flying. fine. I'm just sad this, it's gone. Yeah. It's like, it had kind of a bummer ending, though, didn't it? Yeah.
1: Yeah, and so I was thinking, like, obviously there's, like, a couple things that they didn't come out and say. And it's like, do I really need him to come out and say it? Or can I just, like... Like, his... Did him and his wife get back together with the kid? Ted Lasso and his wife. They did not back get together. back together. How do you know? Because she, she was at the a... soccer game at the end with the kid,
0: and that dude wasn't with her. Uh, I assume they were still together. I don't think he got back together with the wife. Hmm? I mean, I, I could totally be wrong. I did not get that sense. Well, I
1: didn't get that sense either, but I didn't oh. get a sense either way. That's fair. Like, it was I left mean, out, up in the open. So, yeah. What know, didn't so... you like about the ending? I liked the ending. Who said you didn't like it? You said...
0: You it's just... kind of a bummer. A bummer. Well, yeah, it's well, a bummer. That whole show is like... So I was like... I mean, it, I guess... I didn't... Something I didn't like it. It was somewhat bittersweet. How about that? Yeah. Because some of the stories ended okay. I kind of wanted Roy to get back with Keeley, but I thought that would have been like the easy thing to do, right? Yeah. So I felt it was a strong move that they didn't do that, right? And well, then... they didn't show us. Well, I mean, what we saw, they didn't get back right. together. Okay. I mean... I'm not gonna speculate what happens okay. in the future of these people's right, lives. Right. They didn't. <laughs> then they didn't get back together. Well,
1: but that whole show is left open to it's just stopped and everything kept going. It's yeah. Like, it didn't end, so anything could happen. But but no, I understand what well, you well, saying.
0: Well, thank you say that with any story. But yeah, I, I get what you're saying. There was that weird part at the end where they kinda showed like flash forward a bunch of people's lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. But Roy and Kelly didn't get back together in that flash forward, did they? No. Okay.
1: They were, like, at a barbecue, but it was all three of them. Yeah, they were just hanging out. It was Jamie and...
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then I kind of wanted Ted to get together with the owner lady. Like, I thought there was a connection there.
1: No, that was too weird.
0: It would have Maybe. been too weird. Yeah. But I guess she had kind of happened because she met that guy again. He had yeah. a daughter, and, I mean, that was kind of cool. but mm-hmm. But, yeah. But she was so rich, I don't know why she just didn't move to America to hang out with Ted. Because he wanted to go back for his son, obviously, because he missed right. being apart from his son. But I don't know. She right. didn't... I don't think
1: she had feelings for him in thing more than a uh, friend or... I got a
0: romantic vibe. No. I did. But maybe I'm crazy.
1: Yeah, I think you're crazy.
0: That's fun. Because so. there was
1: that... Well, uh, at that... Was it the last episode or the yeah. second to last where he wakes up and comes out into her house?
0: Yeah.
1: And I was like, oh, like it just didn't feel right. And then I was like, what the? And then they just stayed the night there because then what yeah. space came out? Yeah. yeah. It's, which Coach Beard was hilarious <laughs> on the plane. He's <laughs> like, I, I can't do it, man. And they're like, they're not going to let you off this plane. He's like, oh, they'll let me <laughs> off. <on." laughs> That's true. That was pretty funny. (laughs) Which, the one thing that I thought was weird was that, like... So they showed Beard's wedding. Yeah. But Ted didn't go back for the wedding. Like, you would have thought that he would have gone back just for the wedding. And he wasn't at the wedding.
0: That's how fast the wedding happened. I know, but... But, yeah, I know. It was a little weird that he didn't go back. Yeah. But... I I kind
1: of thought that Roy was going to... Um. no I kind of thought that they would make Nathan the head coach
0: yeah I liked his arc I thought he kind of yeah. redeemed himself that was nice to come do a complete heel turn and then come all the way back right that cool. that's what I liked about it it seemed like all the characters had like their own arc and they grew and they developed and they did a good job with the ensemble type
1: yeah. cast yeah no it... so I, know, mean, I liked it it was a good
0: show It was a good show. I wish there was more. I think they ended correctly. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they could have dragged it out a few more seasons, but I felt like it was well done. Yeah. I mean.
1: I don't know. I just liked the show. It was funny. Yeah, it was good. It was hilarious. Like, it had, it was a great show, so. I wish it would have lasted more than three seasons. And they're only, like, what? I think the last one was ten. Were they all ten? I don't know. We watched it all, kind
0: of, all at the same time. Yeah, I thought the last one was almost more episodes, but maybe not. Anyway. But well they said that when they envisioned it it was gonna be three seasons. That's how they you gotcha. Like that was the plan. Yeah. I mean so. Um what did we well we finished Marvelous Miss Maisel. Okay. Did I already talk about that? I don't know. You don't care about that. I've never watched <laughs> What's that. So but yeah. Um I did see a movie. I saw Champions. Have you watched that? Gets on peacock or paramount mm-hmm. one of those it's got Woody harrelson
1: oh i may have seen of it or heard of it because but... he's
0: like a coach and he uh i think he's he drunk he he drives drunk and his penance or his his community service is to coach like a a team of mentally disabled people and he's kind of a jerk coach and so he can like obviously bonds with them and you know coaches him gets really into it blah 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 you know what i mean Typical. Mm-hmm. Movie. It was, it was all right. Was, and I saw Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. Park oh, yeah. Nine. Yeah.
1: That's good. You didn't get to see Indiana Jones, but you went to see.
0: Yeah, well, see, Zach was out of town still, and he wanted to go to Indiana Jones, so we were on our own, so we went to that.
1: Zach was out
0: of town. He was at camp. Um, so we went Friday night when he was at camp. Gotcha. Yeah. So you had to wait for Zach. Yeah, but then we didn't end up going over the weekend. Just kind of got so happy. how was this it was it? good I mean I don't know if it's the best in, like are saying it's so great I mean it's great I mean it's more of the same I didn't think it was like blowing away the other ones
1: yeah
0: it's maybe third best in the series for me wow I would put Ghost Protocol in um, Fallout ahead of it. Hmm. but had some cool stunts Tom Cruise is finally starting to look like he's had some work done like too much work done yeah so hmm. in my opinion Gotcha. It's just CGI, AI,
1: everything. That's anyway. fine. Yeah, that's he's fine. Even, he won't even have to be in movies anymore.
0: Yes. <laughs> I think that's why they're him. on strike. What else did you watch?
1: I don't remember. We watched, Zombieland. Land. Yeah. We watched a lot of Ted Lasso. Yeah.
0: I don't really think we watched. I don't know. We've been watching. Do you ever watch Jack Ryan? Now we, we started rewatching it because we didn't really remember much. Yeah, since there's a final season coming out, so we're gonna rewatch it. The new Justified came out, I haven't started watching that yet. Oh, I know, I didn't even know it was out. It came out like July 18th was the first episode. Yeah,
1: I set the thing to record like the first three episodes or oh, something. Cool. I don't know. Yeah, um, we watched, we started watching the class of 09, class of like we watched. I think one episode of it. Yeah. Was that on Netflix? It's on FX. It's on FX. So we oh, were watching okay. it on Hulu. Hulu. It's an yeah. FX series. It's True. basically... It's about uh, the 09 class of FBI agents. But it takes place in three different time
0: periods. Yeah. Like, the
1: same characters. So, like, one is now, one is back in 09, and then one is, like, 11 years in the future. Yeah. And, like, in the future like ai is taken up it's almost like minority report almost mm. where like they can predict not necessarily if somebody can commit a crime but like the technology has gotten to where they can sort of pre- i mean it, it almost is like minority report where they can predict like if somebody's going to be a problem in the future yeah based on algorithms or anything it's not like it's not like minority report where they can see in the future sure. it's just technology based and so it's like that core we only watched one episode so it's like the core group of like four or five agents and it just goes back present forward tells their stories kind of thing but i'd heard somebody talk about it like at work or somewhere so and then we obviously we watched that uh i think it's called to catch a killer i think that's on that oh yeah series does like four for killer like serial killer cases or whatever and yeah talk. have you ever watched you're, you're not no, you watch not until it. um it's kind of cool they bring like the actual people that were involved in the case and then they just kind of retell it yeah kind of thing um we did start watching that uh I can't remember what Ladder Milk no Mr. D no um the night what were you doing the agent shadows? night agent right? um what the hell is it even on I don't even know what it's on but it's like sounds familiar man. it's like this guy oh that yeah works, it's on Netflix is me. it Netflix I think so where he like is in the FBI and he works on a phone overnight and it never calls and like the girl calls and her aunt and uncle get show? killed yeah that yeah, it's on Netflix we watched, watched like that. the first two or three of that that good huh well we we were looking for something to watch with Ben, so we only watch it when Ben's over, oh, and he cool. only comes over every once in a while. Cool. There was something that we watched again.
0: We did f- finish the Bear season two. I don't even know what that is. We should watch it. The Bear. There's so much crap out there. I know this show is pretty good though. You dig it? Huh. But uh, season two is rough. Like I almost gave up, but then it got a little. Bit, it got better at the end. Hmm. It's very Ted Lasso-ish. We did.
1: We, did watch, we watched a lot of documentary stuff. We've watched the American Gladiators. I watched the
0: first episode of that last night. we watched the whole thing. I haven't watched... So don't spoil it. But uh, Don't spoil it. But we went back and... I went back and watched, like, some old American Gladiators episodes. That was fun. Dude, that first episode... Like, where... Where they're doing, like, the pilot.
1: Oh, my God. That
0: was awesome. It's just... That, that was
1: insane back then. Like, that was crazy. Like, that first one. And it... Yeah it was only on for like what seven yeah it wasn't it's, very long it evolved like super fast it got like just cheesy it like because later on it won't spoil anything but they were doing like uh they were doing like um it's these people versus these people like the broadway show people against the oh, movie really actors people or, i don't think i was watching like, it the that firefighters <laughs> versus whatever i
0: think like, i only watched like the first few seasons of that yeah there, I can't remember the
1: story, if it was in the first episode or not. The guy... Did they talk about the guy who was, like, the dirtiest contestant or whatever?
0: No.
1: Okay, so I just want to tell
0: you the story. Don't spoil yeah, the show. It, it won't spoil... I don't want to hear anything about it. Oh, my God. It's so great. <laughs> we can talk about it when I've seen it.
1: I won't even remember it by then. Maybe I will. Whatever. Okay. Bye.
0: <laughs> won't spoil it yeah you're telling me something about it this won't show. spoil it well it's not spoiled but it's gonna tell me something that happens right
1: one little thing that yeah. lasts five seconds all right like fine tell me gonna... okay tell great. me I was gonna tell you. so this guy shows up and he wants to try out okay he's like i don't even want to be there but i did it because blah 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 or whatever and so like they were they had to do like the the 40 yard dash thing mm-hmm. or, like the breakthrough or whatever yeah. the hell they call it okay and he's like they're in a parking lot yeah on concrete yeah and he went up did, he said there was like a line of like 500 people or whatever and he's like went up to like one of the producers or somebody with the show and he's like what do I have to do to get on the show and he's like well if you make one of the gladiators bleed we'll put you on <laughs> so he just runs up and just like throws an <laughs> elbow into the guy's face and he like starts bleeding and looks at the guy he's like
0: okay you're on <laughs> I'm just like oh my god wow right wow <laughs>
1: anyway, sorry. That's See, right. I don't, I don't know why you had to say didn't that. Tell the story. I don't know why. It was so great. So, we watched a lot of documentaries and stuff, but not. I don't know. Did you watch the Dave Stevens documentary? Yes, I did. What'd you
0: think? It was good. It was I, interesting. I, I didn't know that much, I didn't know about, much about him. I do not
1: know much about him. I've never really
0: read The Rocketeer. I did I've go back. have never seen the movie. I did read the. You never. What? I've never seen the movie. You've <laughs> never seen the movie? Mm-mm. I mean, I saw it a long time ago. Uh, I read the book, like, the trade of his, the most main stuff that he did uh, probably, like, a couple of years ago. Yeah. I got, like, the collection. The art's amazing, obviously.
1: Yeah, from what I saw on there, it looks
0: great. Yeah. It was cool seeing some of the different people you knew, like, talk about him. And yeah, just, it was cool. And just seeing, like, the old Comic-Con, like, San Diego back in the day, you know, it was kind of interesting.
1: Ooh, I was going to ask you questions. So, like... So many questions. So many questions. Well, what do you think? So, like, uh... <laughs> Well, I mean, uh, I don't know the answer, and yeah. I'm just curious what your opinion is. So, like, I was looking at, like, San Diego. Mm-hmm. Somebody said something, so I went on, yeah. like, and D.C. listed, like, all their signings, like, at their booth. Yeah. Right? hmm Do you think those guys, because, like, Jim Lee's going to be there. Yeah. Jim Lee charges for autographs. If those guys are in, like, the D.C. booth, they do won't you charge think autographs. they're charging for autographs? Yeah. Like, yeah. whoever's sitting at that booth? Yeah.
0: Really? sure huh yeah because I think they're it's like when they were doing free sketches when we used to go and they were in the booth they never charged for free sketches. well I know but
1: nobody charged for autographs back then some people did but yeah not very many
0: no I think I I think if you're in the booth like with the company like they put you there I don't think you charge for autographs you're there to like meet the fans and do a service for the company well, then, if you're at like a
1: different booth or whatever, like the well, because like then I started looking at like everybody was there and like so Top Cow has their own booth, right? Yeah, <clears throat> they're not at Image. They're they have a Top Cow booth. They have Top Cow. Booth. And Mark Silvestri. But it's usually,
0: by Image, isn't it, or is it? I don't, know. Away from, but I don't you know. I don't. I didn't whatever. see numbers
1: or anything. Sure. I just saw it said Top Cow. Top Cow. And like Silvestri, it had times for signing. Dude, he he was listed like ten to seven every day. Yeah. Like, he's not going to sit there and sign from 10 to 7
0: every day. Like, he might be at the... You know what I mean? Like how, Yeah. But you've been to San Diego. Those people... I mean, there aren't that many comic book people there. So yeah, it's like... A lot true. of those guys would just sign whenever you walk up. It's been a few years since we've been there. No, ever, I know. So, but I mean, No, I get it. And so Sylvester used to put in some hours. I I remember he would be there quite a little bit yeah. and sign in.
1: Yeah. Um, McFarlane wasn't even, like, at the image booth at all. He had, like, some other signings and stuff. Uh, yeah, a lot yeah. of that stuff's, like, ticketed now. Like, even if it's, yeah. like, at the Marvel booth or the DC booth, it's still ticketed. Like, the Jim Lee thing was ticketed. Yeah, the bigger
0: ones are, and, um Seems uh, like it's more and more of that. Well, even last time I went, like, a lot of the image stuff were ticketed. Hmm. Like, even to see, like, uh the Chew Guys, I think, was a ticketed thing. Hmm. And, like, uh Brian K. Vaughan was ticketed, and some of the bigger names were
1: ticketed. Adam Hughes was all over the place, though. He was, like, at some booth, and he was doing, like... But it listed, he, he was doing like, I think it was like $5 autographs or $10 autographs. Yeah. And then there were a couple hours where he was in there where he was doing like uh, $100 headshots. Or yeah.
0: something. So. I don't even know what I would do at San Diego if I went again. Because I don't really want to shop because the deals aren't that great. You know right. what I mean? And everybody's charging for autographs. Sketches are so expensive. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't even know that I want to... I mean, I, I would want to go back, but it would be so different. I don't know. It would be weird. Yeah. I would still go, obviously. Right. It's just well. cons are so different than they were. Like, even five years ago, they've really changed a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, every art is so expensive. Even, like, little guys are expensive. Oh, yeah. And then autographs. Everybody's charging for autographs. I've gotten most... I've met most of the people that I want to meet, you know? There's a few that I'd like to still meet. But if they're charging for autographs, I don't want to pay. Because autograph, like you said, I got an autograph because it was, like, a way to, like, talk to them and right. tell them I appreciate their work. Because I didn't really care about the autograph itself. Right. I guess you just go up and talk to them and not get an you autograph. You could just go up and talk to them and not get an autograph. It's but a little you, awkward. You could do that. The other thing, like, I
1: haven't really done it because I haven't really been to very many shows or met anybody. Um, but, like, they usually have stuff for sale. Like, a book yeah not a print i'm not interested in that but like they sometimes have some sketchbooks yeah there's a book that i want from them that i don't have yeah like buy that and then they'll sign it and then you can talk to them and sometimes they'll do like a little head sketch in it or whatever yeah
0: but even those little sketchbooks are like 20 25 no i know everything's crazy oh yeah so but yeah no it's cool (laughs) yeah i don't know but yeah, I'm not saying I wouldn't go. If I had a chance, I still would like
1: to. go. Yeah, that's weird though too. I mean, I would still probably take a few things.
0: I probably I wouldn't
1: take anything like what I took before. Yeah. Because I know, like when I went to San Diego the two times, I mean, it was just people, a ton of people I had never met before. So I was just taking, I took a ton of stuff to get signed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been a long time now, and it's like, but like I still, I don't know. Like I really want to go to Heroes again yeah. next year. That'd be fun. So, but then it's like I mean there I would probably be buying sketches from a couple people, but you're gonna pay. Yeah. Or buy, you know, older comics like. Yeah. Which I'm really trying to, not really trying to, but like when I go to shows now, I'm buying like older stuff, you know, yeah. like and not in, you know, five ten dollar books or yeah. here or there like old Spider Man stuff. Sure. Like I'm not spending thousands of dollars on books or anything. Sure. On any one book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah no. And there's a lot of, uh, like, Heroes especially. I mean, I've, I found a couple people that I'd never heard of that yeah. I've seen their
0: stuff. Yeah. I think Heroes would be cool because there's a lot of actual people who are doing work and interesting stuff you may not see. You know. Yeah. That's cool. But, uh, I don't know. I mean, I it'd know. be
1: fun to go to. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see that thread on the thing about the conventions and stuff? About how, like... uh, Well, the main thing was, I guess, that was Peach... Was it Peach Momoko? Peach Momoko. Yeah, I saw that one. And then people were talking about how cons are so different, and I wouldn't even want to go to
0: a con, and they're all about the big names. That's what I'm saying, yeah. yeah, I know. I'm saying the same thing. It is interesting with all the SAG stuff, the strike, that a lot of actors aren't going to be there, so it's going to be more comics. But I don't know if it really will be or not because I don't know how it will be this year. Right. I'm kind of curious how the cons are going to work because there was like a... I think I was looking at... I was first curious about ICTCon because they have them celebrities and those guys are in SAG and so... Are they? Yeah. And so, except for probably the guy who played Gorn from Star Trek, but the other three are. Um, but like, so I guess they can still do personal appearances, especially if they have a contract, but they were saying that they can't promote new or past work so like they can't talk about anything they've done or anything they're gonna do they can just talk about like themselves and so there was some big con that had a bunch of celebrities coming and they were like are your celebrities still coming and they're like yeah they're coming it's like they just can't talk about you know anything they've done or anything they're gonna do they can't promote new work they can't talk about old work and they're like so what can they talk about oh like their hobbies and their personal life and blah. blah. And it's like well aren't people going to want to ask about like if you're on a panel aren't they going to ask about when you were on such such movie or show you know what i mean that's what people they're like yeah we're trying to get clarification on what they can really talk about
1: Hmm.
0: it's like okay it's gonna be kind of weird so i don't know it's gonna be strange I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how long the strike is going to last. Either. Right. But this con was like just in like a week or so. Yeah. it It's like coming right up. I guess so. That. But yeah. So I don't know, man. It's weird. Hmm. Oh, well. it's very strange. All right, comics. We'll be we reading. You have well, a pretty
1: big pile. I've been dying, dying. Don't die. Talk
0: about this. Dying to talk. And I was hoping
1: Scott would be here. but oh. I read the Punisher. The oh. Hobbies series. The which series, I, the the last latest one, the one that well, I thought like uh, there's
0: even like a new Punisher or something coming out. No, I don't think so. Well, like they a new promoted, Punisher, like not Frank Castle. They promoted
1: something. Oh, uh, Okay, just, yeah, this, there is, was, the this one, is the Jason Aaron. This is the Jason
0: Aaron where he's got like it, the new symbol, not the right. School. Okay, it finally finished up. All so right, I let's sat hear down about and it. Read it. I'm torn. Man, he's torn. I'm torn. At least you read it before you criticized it. Oh. That annoys Jason Aaron when you talk about it without reading it well i read the first issue uh-huh.
1: way back when it first way came back out, when. and then talked to him about it at last planet yeah i vaguely remember you talking about um that. so i guess it's been over a year at least um so, so how is 12 it? issues yeah. okay so it's saez uh and as as a seta on art yeah so as like, a seta. yeah what is Azaceta doing? He does like so it takes there's a bunch of flashbacks. Like, oh and Azaceta of does this? Yeah, Azaceta does the flashbacks yeah, that's and cool. Sayaz does the current stuff. Alright, so basically this is what the story is. So Frank Castle um, gets recruited by the the hand. Uh-huh. Is that what they're called? Sure. And they basically they resurrect his wife. Okay. And that's how they get him to be, like, the leader of the hand. And so, like, there's a lot of, um... The story's done well. Okay. Um... And it is kind of... I hope that that what happens at the end sticks. Okay. Because it would be good... Like, it's sad and good at the same time. It's kind of like the end of Ted Lasso. Sure. Because what they did was... So... The first... Half of the story is basically him running the hand, and Ares, the god of war, has another group of his people, and Mm -hmm. they're basically just fighting, trying to kill each other. And so, of course, Frank Castle wins out. And then the second half of it, but all through it, it, he's laying the foundation of back when, like, Frank. Back before he even was with but Mar- well, even when he was a kid yeah and then like when he married Maria and then when he went off to war and a lot of it is flash like half of the story is probably like backstory flashbacks where like him and his wife you know he come back he comes back from the war and he's distant and he doesn't know how to fit back in and their marriage is rocky and you know this and that and he they go to see a therapist and they're like doing all this stuff and and like um So, and then in the, in the front part, like, the second half is just, like, Captain America and Doctor, like, five of the Marvel heroes are all trying to get together to try to stop Frank because he just, he's going on a tear with the hand. Sure. Just killing masses of people.
0: Yeah.
1: And they're like, well, we can't let him keep doing this and what are we going to do with him and this and that and all this other stuff. The real shocker is, like, well, the real shocker, but, like... The biggest thing that they retconned is that, like, his wife, like, when they went to the picnic... Yeah. ...where his kids got killed, like, she was ready to leave him. She was gonna fight
0: uh, for divorce
1: gotcha. and, like, leave him, and yeah. he didn't know that. But she knew it, and so sure. now she comes back, and then she realizes... She basically tells him, because she sees what he's done with his life... Yeah. ...after they died, and she's like, that's no way to honor our memory. Yeah. Like i don't even want to be with you like i'm gonna leave you now anyway because <laughs> i was gonna leave you back then sure. and now you have just did this in our names and blah 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 and so i mean it's kind of like it's almost kind of like a cop-out because it's like a
0: almost like a what if a statement
1: something. well no I'm, what i mean is like her condemning him yeah is almost like society condemning the Punisher and the symbol and everything that it stands for like sure. I kind of read into that and it's almost like I feel like like I understand what he's doing but they wouldn't be doing this I still don't think they would be doing this story now if it wasn't for all the backlash backlash that's happened so I think it was written for the backlash and they basically write Frank Castle out and so like it ends up at the end of the story They send him, they they don't know what to do with him, so they send him off to Weird World. Uh, That Weird World or whatever that Jason Aaron had created. Sure. I mean, it was around before, but when they redid it, he was the head of it, so it ties into Jason Aaron. But yeah, he's gone. He's like in Weird World, like mentoring kids or something. I don't Hmm. know. But so that's what I'm saying. Like, I hope that. Like if that's the way they want to end it, I hope he stays in Will World. But they could always do something with him over there and bring him back, obviously. Sure, obviously. But I did see the um the So I'm kinda I'm kinda torn Yeah, they said they were gonna they just flashed an image or whatever. Yeah. And so find out who it is and yeah. they're supposed to announce it at San Diego, so we'll see what they say or whatever. Okay. So I am kinda interested. But I mean th- like I said, I I thought it would have been a great story and I do get I don't know. Maybe I read into stuff too much. But I do get that she would be upset about that. Especially the way that he... What do you call it? Retconned it to where she was getting ready to leave him anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like I said, I thought it was done really well. I did enjoy it. I just... Being... Being... The, you know, like, I love the Punisher. Like, that's one of my favorite characters. And I guess if anybody had to do anything with him, I think Jason Aaron did a good job. Yeah. You know what I mean? But sure. I still, I don't know. Like it may it's not the be right... your cuppa. Well, no, what I'm trying to say is, like, I even kind of struggle with it internally, I guess, and go back and forth. Because it makes sense that she would be upset with him. Right. Yeah. Like, that's a good story. Like, if we didn't have, I guess, everything that's piled on in the real world with the backlash of it yeah it's still just hanging over my head like if none of that had happened and the story came out and that happened i'd be like oh that's i'd totally buy it like that'd be believable like that's a cool story you know what i mean like it makes sense gotcha there's always that thing in the back of my head that this is the meta the subtext right this is why they did it and i'm not happy about that that they did it because of that
0: yeah
1: so i don't know interesting i thought it was good the art was awesome the story was really cool like the dude the Sias stuff that dude can kill i don't what has he done because mm, i don't care for his style really it's it's a really it, it almost reminds me of um he's been doing marvel stuff it's got a little bit of jay lee to it i think yeah a little bit. and just like the painted stuff but like it's got a little bit of that and then obviously like the has a set of stuff and the flashbacks and yeah. i love that i set don't like
0: back. the hyper realistic stuff Usually.
1: yeah it works pretty good in this
0: though yeah no i think it's good um for that I just
1: not my favorite but anyway Style. um yeah. <laughs> so like i said it was good um i i don't know i'm i'm kind of and it's not like the greatest thing i ever read but i didn't hate it you know what i mean there's sure. parts of it that i liked about it and there's parts of it that i didn't really like about it so
0: anyway interesting yeah, I right. read Chroma by Lorenzo De La Felici. That's La Felici? the guy that
1: did Outcast. Outcast, right? Yes. Okay. But he
0: wrote Andrew this. Is so that did that come out in issues
1: or yes. did it just come out in a trade? Came out in issues. They were oversized issues.
0: I didn't buy it, and I don't know why I wouldn't have
1: bought it. And now I've heard stuff about it. So how is it?
0: It's okay. I mean yeah. it's your typical it's kind of like a post apocalyptic. There's, like, this walled city, and they're trying to keep the world out because the world outside has color, and their city is very black and white. So they don't... They think color is evil because there's this, like, thing in the distance that's, like, all these prisms and stuff, and they think it's, like, a god or something that's trying to destroy them. And so, anyway, the basic story is there's this girl that they have who was born with like eyes that are green and blue and so she's evil and so she's like this evil child and there she's kind of like an outcast and they like sort of put her in jail and torture her and do all weird sorts of weird stuff to her well she escapes into the world and then they chase after her and then she's in the colored world and there's crazy creatures in the colored world that are like killing people and... did he do all of this by himself did he write it and yeah write he wrote, and wrote it everything. Wrote it. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so the story's okay it just I don't know. It's very high concept. Um, the art is cool. I mean, he's a good artist. He's a good uh, visual storyteller. Um, I just didn't know that anything about it really screamed at me. It was, you know, amazing or great yeah. or anything like that. But uh, it was fine for what it was. Definitely not... Not, like, knocking it out of the park or anything. God. But it was, it was fine. Um, when you were
1: talking about this, it reminded me... We did... Um did you watch Bird Box?
0: Yes. There's a new one out. Yes. Have you... I've watched a watched... new one. Oh, my God, dude. It's so bad. Is it? I won't watch it. We... was it
1: the same thing, just in a different location? It's in, like, Brazil.
0: Yeah, so it's basically Bird Box in Brazil?
1: Yes. But it's bad, dude. Like, we... we sat down to watch it. I thought the first one was fine for what it was. Oh, my God. I don't know what it is. It's just the way... The acting is bad... It's like, it looks like a and cash sounds crap. like it's dumb, dubbed. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, but it doesn't look like it's dubbed, but the voices don't sound like they're coming out of the Like, they don't match up with the people. Hmm. And then, like, we had we had the closed captioning on.
0: Yeah.
1: And the closed captioning doesn't match up to, like, what they're saying on the screen. Oh. Like, like they'll say, I'm gonna go over here. And then the closed caption will say, let's go over to the left or something. Because it had been made
0: for the Brazilian market? Maybe it really was dubbed? Dude, I don't know. Like, maybe it's in Portuguese? It was so bad. Like, we watched it.
1: We were watching it. And I just finally stopped. And I just looked at Barbara. And I'm like, am I crazy or is this movie terrible? (laughs) And she's like, no, this movie's bad. And I'm like, are we done with it? And she's like, yeah, we're done with it. (laughs) And so we stopped it. And I paused it. And I'm like oh my god we've only been we watched like 30 minutes of it like (laughs) we've only been watching this movie for 30 minutes it feels like it's been going on for like an hour and a half I'm like oh my god I don't know you watch it and come to your own conclusions I don't think I'm gonna watch it we couldn't even finish it it doesn't sound good I don't know dude there there was something I want you to just maybe watch like 5 minutes and tell me like it just felt like something was off that movie I have no idea but Scott will probably come in (laughs) say it was great <laughs> we can say it was the greatest movie i've ever seen birdball probably so, whatever we couldn't even finish it wow um so the rest of this i read a few other things but like i read a bunch of moon knight comics yeah and i know don't you don't talk care. about this they i stopped buying it before i even started reading it like i had like 20 issues of midnight to read yeah about. i
0: think i tried to read the first issue um, of
1: it was bad it's not bad like i kind of dig it but it's not great. Um, I'm kind of glad I dropped it. Um, it's, I didn't hate that I read it. Like, I couldn't. I wanted to keep reading it. You know what I mean? But, like, sure. that last issue that came out, I'm like, okay, I'm fine that I didn't like yeah. even stop in the middle of the story. I'm like, I'm fine. I don't even know what happens. Like, I'm good. But I wasn't like, I can't read this anymore. Sure. It wasn't but, bad. It just wasn't great. Right. So, I st- I read... I started to read bunch a bunch of I stuff that you? you gave me that I've had forever. Some of it that I've had forever. So, Apocalyptic Girl. Yeah. An Area for the End Times by Andrew McClain. Andrew McClain. um What'd you think? Yeah. This this was good. It was fine.
0: Um, was it hard to follow at the end? Did you understand what happened? Uh,
1: maybe. No.
0: <laughs> it's a little confusing.
1: No, they like... <laughs> all came like they came down like oh is she no so like yeah so they they were attacking her and she had that robot and then they grabbed her and she was like up and they had like they planted her like on a right they planted her on a planet okay and she was supposed to judge whether the people could be rehabilitated or whether they were okay or whether they weren't yeah, and she basically told them that that they, they were fine, that oh. they'd be okay. Gotcha. Because she, it was her home or whatever. Even oh. though she didn't believe, I, that's what I got out of it. Even though gotcha. she didn't believe, because she thought they were just going to kill each other all over again. But yeah. she's like, I can't have them kill this planet. We need to leave it. Cool. I guess. He's okay.
0: Um, yeah, I like okay. the art. Yeah, it's, I feel like I think that's his first big work. And I felt like he was still kind of figuring stuff out. This is before Headlopper? Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. Because I've only, and I've only read some of Headlopper, but, um, yeah, after reading Headlopper, though, I mean, it's fine. It's just, I'm used to seeing that style in a Headlopper. Like, I don't know that I've ever seen him do anything else. So it was kind of weird. It's really cartoony yeah, a lot of action. I mean, it was fine. It was good, but yeah, I felt like
0: I feel like Headlopper was better.
1: Yeah, or is better. I really like I don't know. Like I really like design stuff like that. Like that page. Yeah, I, know, I really it's cool. love that page. That's yeah. an awesome page.
0: Yeah, um, that's cool.
1: But yeah, I mean, I don't know. Do we need to tell people what it is? Apocalyptic girl. Yeah, I, don't know. I think it's, you covered it. I didn't cover anything except the very end.
0: <laughs> sure, go
1: for it. I, don't, I mean so, yeah, it's yeah not, there's so not it's, much to it it's by Andrew McLean, and so like there's this girl and she's on this <coughs> planet and she has a cat for a friend and there's two warring factions on the planet they're I can't remember what they're called um but they're they're fighting each other and she's, she's spending the whole time trying to get this Stupid, like big giant mech thing working or whatever. Like she's trying to fix, like a, it looks like a big. She's pretty vicious with that sword, though. Um, she's trying to get like this big. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I didn't understand it. Was yeah. was that thing the thing that was supposed to carry her back home or? I don't know. And so she fought. She's like, she's like out trying to get parts. It reminded me a lot of like Star Wars, like Rey. Yeah. <laughs> but but like she's out trying to get parts and. One of the groups, like, starts to follow her, and she kills some of them. She kills their dogs. And then he starts to follow her or whatever, and so they come after her. And then, so they kind of destroy her home, and then... I think she even gets into, like, a fight with both of them. But she got, like, a cool, like, little Akira cycle. (laughs) too, Like, um... I don't know. They kind of disrupt her... Her life, and then they start fighting the other factions or whatever and then it all just kind of comes to a head and she gets rescued and then like we talked about she goes up on this thing and i think just like these people that float around and they just drop people on different planets and see if they're worth saving or not yeah and i think she told them that that one was but anyway i mean yeah it was fine it was it was a fairly quick read um, I mean, it's not like a huge book, huge yeah, it's story, quick. but uh, no, it was interesting. Like I didn't hate it. Sure. I guess that's my new thing. I didn't hate it.
0: Why would you hate it? I
1: don't know. There's some stuff that I just don't
0: like. Um, okay. Cool. I read Junkyard Joe. Are you reading this? Uh, I've been buying
1: it, but I haven't. I've been saving them up. Oh. Like I well, do with everything. Yeah,
0: but it's over. I had the trade. Is gone. it? Yeah, um, I had the trade.
1: I didn't know that it was over. Dude, I'm so... I'm um, okay,
0: right. so... Look, at that
1: trade. So freaking behind. That doesn't mean that it's over. Junkyard it Joe. mean that there's
0: been six issues that have been collected. I think it's just a mini. Jeff Johns and Gary Frank. It's their sort of extended universe thing they're doing. Uh, Geiger was the first book. And then Junkyard Joe is the second. Which, maybe there was a different one. I don't know. It was kind of weird the way they did it. But uh, I feel like I might have missed a book. But I don't think I did.
1: No? It's... Well, they might have had like a special or something, but I know it's only because they have like movies.
0: a. They call it the unnamed, and there's like a timeline, like Redcoat, the Northerner, the Monster, Junkyard Joe, American Widow X, the First Ghost. The unknown yeah, the that's all the go. that's all their characters, because I think they yeah. talked about it a little bit. So in I think Geiger. they're doing like a series for each one. Yeah, but the so. only one I've read is Geiger, and now there's this one, and so yeah. I think that's all there is. That's all it's out so far. So Junkyard Joe, it starts in like the Vietnam War. And there's this guy, and he's with this troop, and they get this new soldier.
1: Don't spoil it, because I want to read it. Okay.
0: Well <laughs> I can to talk about
1: it? <laughs> you can talk about it, but if there's, like, twists or spoilers or something, don't
0: spoil no, it. Well, I don't really. Okay. Well, <laughs> there's not much I can say without spoiling it, because it's okay. kind of... But it was really good. Uh, the story itself, I felt, wasn't really what I expected. Yeah. And it was a little tropey. Mm. kind of trite and I didn't really think it was the greatest story but it's got art by Gary Frank which like elevates it and makes it better than it was like if someone else drew this I don't think it would be that good but since Gary Frank drew it I felt it kind of elevated the material just give that to me so I'll good. borrow it and read it that it's way I don't fine. have to read my single we issues to, you don't have to read your single issues but yeah no I mean I, re- I enjoyed it quite a bit I, I love read- the art but uh, I thought the story was kind of nothing really that right uh Impressive, but it was still entertaining
1: for what it was. So I was going through the previews, trying to do my order. Yeah. And I was flipping through it, and there's some book. It's called like Harriet Tubman, like zombie hunter or Harriet sure. Tubman something or whatever. And it said, "Bait" or to be soon to be a series on Disney Plus. Oh wow,
0: that sounds awesome it's like abraham sure. lincoln vampire hunter yeah harriet tubman zombie hunter
1: yeah but i don't remember if it was it was harriet tubman and then blah 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 something yeah you know what i mean like i was like uh oh. and i like i saw it and i'm like this is stupid and then i saw like the little blurb or whatever and it was like soon to be a tv a series on netflix i'm like oh.